Welcome to the Morning Sky Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. Yeah, my bad. My bad. Yeah, one of those days. One of those days. Matter of fact, this let me let me show y'all how my day is looking. Let me show y'all. Let me show y'all how my day. <clears throat> this is my day. Wait a minute. Wait. Wait. Some of y'all should be able to understand. Uh oh. Uh oh. Did I? I got rid of the wrong thing. Oh man. Damn it. Damn it. Damn it. I closed the wrong tab. Ain't that block? See, once again, this is how my day's going. I shit you not. <clears throat> I shit you not. What is that? That. Okay. What is that? What is that? What is that? Okay. What is this? And what is that? Okay. This. This. All right. This is how my day. This is my day. Okay. Cut me some slack. This is my day. Please cut me some slack. I'm going through some things. <clears throat> okay. Cut me some slack. This is my day. This is my day. This is my day. Okay, wait. All right, slide on a 65-inch. Oh, well, then in about 10 minutes, you might want to get them out the room because they're going to be some deformities being shown. Okay, this is how my day is going. All right. This is my day in a nutshell. I've got some deci- some serious life altering, life changing decisions to make. I got time. I got enough time. But still, I and Yeah, so that this is how my day has been going. And 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 my thing is this, you know, everybody has issues and problems, and this is why I, I normally don't <clears throat> I normally keep my stuff to myself because the majority of people, everybody has their own set of problems for one. And then you have a selection or a faction of people that are happy that you have these problems. 
So this is why I pretty much keep all of my all my stuff to myself. But this is I've I've I had this day today. I've legit had this day today. Legit. But we're here gathered today because yeah. You know what? Just let me get into the bloodline thing. Let me talk about people's bloodlines. Once again, I'm not going to use certain terminology in describing people's bloodlines and the, the, the offspring. But once again, bloodlines are useless. Useless bloodline. Don't be mad at me. I'm only here saying what most people want to say, but don't have the, the means or some lack the gumption. You already know before I even play this clip where I'm going with this. <clears throat> okay. You already know where I'm going with this. I'm talking about people's bloodlines. All right. Yes. We need to bring back Sparta. I'm sorry. All of your children are not blessings. Okay. Oh, thank you, hon. I appreciate that. I'll be okay. It's just, uh, you know life and 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 options and cost benefit analysis and you know return of interest and and you know and then it's just not me you know i you know it's got there's many me that that this affects and stuff and people that care about me so <clears throat> yeah yes listen listen i'm sorry but i'm not sorry what what <laughs> once again genetic deformities need not you should not be here you should not be here i'm sorry you cost us money you cost us regular you cost us normies money you costing us normies money now am i wrong for what are you going to bring to society What, what, it, what tangible, what tangible benefits are you bringing to society? How are you going to help move this society forward? How is this helping us? Come on, y'all. Y'all know how I do. If your, if your bloodline is whack, your bloodline is whack. Okay. If some, if some nonsense manifested in one of your children that you didn't resolve or your great, great grandmama didn't resolve or your great, 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 great granddad. Come on, man. What are we doing here? Why are you here? You, you should not be here. You should not be. What are you bringing to us as a society? Why, who said it was okay for you to live? Who? What, what are we doing? For real? What? What? What are you bringing to society? What are you bringing to society? Outside of your mama. And when your mama die, who's going to pick up the, the mantle to, to, to further take care of you? Because clearly this young female individual cannot take care of herself. The whole job of being uh, bringing life into this world. Right. Is to grow and cultivate um, a little person into a person that can not only take care of themselves but push society forward 
Okay? Once again, as adults, when we have children, probably one of the greatest contributions to society is having children. All right? Probably the most important decision you make in life, my opinion, is to have children. Because it's those children that are going to push society forward. What contributions is this young lady going to bring to us? You are a drain on us. I can imagine what her medical bills were, are, right? You are a drain on society. I should not have to come in contact with this. I shouldn't. It's not about looks per se. You understand? But I shouldn't have to worry about how this, this degenerate being is going to function when around me. I should not have to have these concerns and these worries. But let's continue. Let's continue. What are we doing? So that must be the auntie. So it's either the mama, the grandmama, or the auntie or the mama, or the grandmama and the, what are we doing? You're not pushing society forward. Why? You're, I'm sorry. Your little de deformity is not a blessing. What are you doing? What are you doing? What, what, what are we doing here? What are we doing? Come on, man. What are we doing? You, oh, you can't take care of yourself. You cannot take care of yourself. You cannot push society forward. You have nothing to contribute to society. You should not be here. Are we trying to figure out how to turn the lights on and off? You're trying to teach her to figure out how to turn the lights on and off? That's where we're at? I think a two-year-old could figure that out, right? I've seen two-year-olds on tablets and smartphones. We're trying to teach this older teen turn the lights on and off? What is it? What is it? You know what, Greg Deep? Brother. What are we doing? Uh-oh, uh-oh, Tavares, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. Once again, we're trying to teach this older teen wax on, wax off. Let's continue with this. N no, 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 you got to go. No, no, no. What do you, what are you going to... I don't want you around my kids. I don't want you around my kids. I don't want you around my kids. I'm sorry. I don't want you around my kids. I don't want you around my kids. No. No. You have nothing to add. Yes, that is the biggest takeaway. So when the mama is dead, grandmama dead, auntie, 
who gonna take care? The state gonna have to take care of her. That that's us, y'all. The extended village that did not give permission for this child to be here. The us, the village, right? The extended family, the extended village. Well, who said it was okay for her to to keep this child around this long? I'm sure when them tests came back, ma'am, we found some issues with the, the embryo. There's going to be, st- we found some genetic, genetic markers that indicate this type of uh, deformity. You know, if you want us to take care of it, we can take care of it now. No, no, don't kill my baby. No, don't, that's my baby. No, see, no, no, no. This is when you need to sit and go in front of the council and ask the, the council, the village council for permission to, to let this genetic deformity be allowed to have life. And if I'm on the council, don't let me be vice president or second chieftain. Don't let my hell no. Hell to the no. But let's continue. What are we doing? What are we doing? I don't want you around me. I don't want you around my kids. Now, sis, I'm sorry. Does does she look like you can have a conversation with this person? Hey, how are you? How are you feeling today? Hey, um, what do you think about the geopolitics of uh, Ukraine and Russia? Huh? How's um this food crisis that we're gonna have? How do you feel about the food crisis? What are we going to? What am I going to talk to her about? What are we what are we going to talk to her about? Why would you have this? Ch- oh no. Oh no, not Cheryl Pepsi Riley. What was the song? Oh, what was that song? I know what you're talking about. <laughs> not Cheryl Pepsi Riley. What was that song? Wait, does she have three fingers? So is she is she Anunnaki? What what are we what are we doing? One, two, three. I see. No, it may be a blur. Maybe it's a blur. What are we doing? Oh, she got four fingers. I found it. Thanks for my child. Thanks for my child. No, ma'am. No, no. Your child does not need to be here. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, ladies and gents. I'm that old man on the council that you dread having to go in front of to ask for permission can the village allow you to have this deformed genetic mishap? No, every time. This child should not be here. What quality of life is this child having? This ch- that soul is wrapped in a useless body. You understand? The soul of this child. Now let me go get deep. Let me go and get deep. The soul of this child. Uh, matter of fact, let me run it back as I as I break this down. The soul is trapped in a useless body. Why? Why would you want to inc- incarnate a soul? Why would you punish a soul and have it incarnate into the useless body? This body is useless to her, her, her loved ones, and to me and us in society. Why would you allow a, a beautiful soul to live life 
in this useless body. We're trying to teach her how to turn the lights off and on. We're trying to teach this child how to turn the lights off and on. Okay. Uh-oh. There's a black man four sons with alcoholic black women. Every single son got props. And they playing football. <laughs> Good Lord. Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. I'm sorry. I'm the old man on the council that's going to vote no every time. Now, y'all, the rest of y'all may outvote me, but I best believe I'm saying no every time. Every time. Why? Why would you force this soul to be trapped inside of this useless body? Yes. Yes. How selfish of you. I agree. How self look at this. Come on. Really? So she can't speak. Right. She can't even walk straight for the most part. Not only that, but the looks, because you know how cruel society is in the looks department. Listen, this is why I don't. And I'm going to deviate for a hot minute. So if we judge her by her looks. Right. Let me run it back. So if we judge this young lady by her looks. We judge people with deformities by their looks. Now we can stomach most deformities if we it doesn't show up in the face. Right? Now let's let's get a little psychological here. So most people with genetic deformities, if it's hands, legs, arms, feet, as long as the face is okay, you know what we tolerate it. But as soon as you see somebody with Down syndrome, instant judgment. Instant. Instant. As soon as you see somebody with Down syndrome, instant. You don't think positive thoughts. You don't think positive thoughts. Okay? You don't want your child to look like that. All right? Now. <laughs> now. We are a society that judges by looks. Which is part of the reason why I don't understand in certain spaces when men go to critique other men and, and, and they attack. If they can't attack their lack of productivity, the first thing we go to is, well, look at you. Yes, look at you. This applies here as well. So the first, if you cannot attack somebody's lack of productivity, if you don't have examples of productivity from them, look, Eddie, I'm talking to you, the ass wiper. Since we've already established you are basically are a non-productive male, then we go to the next obvious thing, your looks. Okay. If you're not aesthetically pleasing, okay, the more aesthetically pleasing you are, the more I can tolerate from you, right? The more aesthetically pleasing you are to people, guess what? People give you more, more leeway to do whatever that is, good or bad. Yes. Yes. The more aesthetically pleasing you are, society allows you to get away with more stuff, good or bad. Okay. 
that's my little rant. I, I had to take my shot. I had to. I had to. And, and, and shout out to that dude who who dragged little Eddie. Lord have mercy. What was it? What's his name? The truth as I know I am. He said, he said, Edward comes on online looking unkempt. I said, oh no. Oh Lord, he dra- he dragged little Eddie so hard. <laughs> Let's get back to this. Let's get back to this. So why would you incarnate a beautiful soul into this useless and broken body? This physically appalling, right? This, 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 this person's look is repellent. I'm not drawn to you. I want to get away from you. Yes. The, the, the better you look. The more inviting you look. Yeah, hey, yeah. I I like I like him. I don't know what it is about him. I like him. Off the rip, I can see that person's aesthetically pleasing. So yes, I I want to be around this person's space. Why would you as a parent have a soul come into this world in this broken, useless, physically repelling body? And then once the caretakers pass on, then you're asking the extended village to pick up the slack. I don't want to do that. This child and children of their ilk should not be here. I'm uh, yes. I guess I would be a eugenicist. I'm sorry. Once again, let me run it back. And I'm going to play all the way out. And we're going to get on to our next topic. Once again, what is this young lady bringing to society? What contributions can she make to society? If you cannot produce children, Boy, don't play with me. For real. If you cannot produce children that are not only self-sustaining and then can contribute to help enhance all of our lives in some shape, form, or fashion, you should not be here. What is she, what is this young lady bringing bring to society? Why would you trap somebody in a body like this? Why would you? Now, listen. Do you, do you know how, mad, how upset I would be after I transitioned and spent 30, 40, 70, 60 years in, in a body like this? Do you understand how upset I would be? If you as a parent trap me. You summoned me into this broken, useless ass body. And I had to spend 50 to 60 years of ridicule, disrespect, um, um, looks, names, epithets. And on top of that, I can't take care of myself. Do you understand how upset of a spirit I would be once I transitioned? Do you understand how upset I would be once I transitioned? I will come looking for you in the afterlife. How dare you trap me in this, in this physical prison? How dare you, right? Black folk, ain't y'all spiritual people, right? Aren't, aren't we spiritual people? Why would you do this to another spirit or another soul? Why would you do this? Why? 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 I'm sorry, mama. This ain't cute. Uh-oh. 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 This is true. This is true. This is true. 
let's let this play out because I, I, I'm waiting for y'all to tell me what contributions will this young lady make to us as, as, a, as a society. Walt Diddy, I, Walt Diddy's in here somewhere. I see you, brother. I know Walt Diddy's like, uh, what the hell did I walk in on? <laughs> I know Walt Diddy's like, what in the hell is Sly on right now? <laughs> yeah, this is not, this is not, this is not it, y'all. This is not it. You're trying to teach her how to turn the lights off and on. Are we serious right now? Are we serious right now? What what genet- generational curses way back when manifested themselves in this in this child? Right? That's another question you got to ask. What generational curses that went unbroken, unresolved decided to manifest themselves and trap this soul in, in this in this useless broken body? I would not want this for my child. I'm sorry. And yes, all for the camera. We don't want to see your child. No, because honestly, the majority of us are like, ugh. Okay? What if you're walking down the street and you know how kids do sometimes? They get a little excited. They run ahead of the parents. And, you know, what it, what it, really? Did she come up to you doing that? What? What do you, no. Is she, No. No. My grandma used to adopt disabled orphans. She had a, oh, well, she had, or she, she had a kid named Chester who didn't talk and barely ate. And he was 27 and hundred pounds. It, man, that's see, see, this is not cool. Y'all nobody wants to see this. Come on. So she can't feed her. So she can't turn the lights off and on and she can't feed herself. Boy, y'all better stop playing with me. Y'all better stop playing with me. She can't, she can't not, she can't feed herself. Wait a minute. She has hands and feet, but still lacks the mental capacity to feed herself. Right. After a year, they, and they sadly said they were really, yes, I can only imagine their relief. Can you imagine? Yeah. First day of kindergarten. First day of first grade. First day of fifth grade. First day of high school. You think we were bad to the, the kids in special ed in our day this, with this social media shit? Come on, man. This young lady can't even feed herself. Come on, let's run it back. This ain't cute. This ain't cute. I'm sure she can't. I'm sure she probably wears a, this, what, what are we doing? What? what? No, don't play with me. No, 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 exactly. Burden. Burden. This child yeah, she she her her mind is locked in at the age of like three or four or five. She'll never her mental capacity will never grow. She's stuck there in in you know a somewhat grownish broken body. Y'all y'all want to know what generational curses look like? You're looking at one. I know you, some of y'all don't want to hear it. 
Some of y'all don't want to hear this. You know, yeah, generational curse on two legs. Not only did the curse manifest itself in this person's body, you've cursed the soul of this young lady into this body. How dare you? How dare you? How many of us complain about this dimension, this simulation? How many of us complain but like, I wish I, I don't want to be here? How many of y'all do not want to be in this third dimension? This version of Earth 616. How many of y'all be looking for ways to get out? And you want to trap somebody in this nonsense? How dare you? Right? How many of us <laughs> be like, damn, some, some people wake up and they get mad because they're still, they're still alive. I've come across old people. I remember in high school, um, our student council, I was on student council and we would go to the, there was a, an old, not, well, it was a hospice next to our high school. And one of our projects for the year was to go visit the hospice and interact with the, the older folks and, t- you know, let's listen to their stories. There were so many people. They were so angry because they woke up alive. There were so many old people in hospice that woke up. They were upset. They woke up alive. You, you, you know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that kind of never leaves you. There was one guy. He was a he was a World War vet. He was old man. All his his family abandoned him. I remember him. I forget his name, but he's older old, old white dude, and he was. He was like, I was like, hey, how, how you doing this morning? He said, nah, I'm not doing good. I woke up alive. I woke up. I was like, oh, I don't, how does a 17-year-old, 16-year-old process that? To hear somebody upset because they woke up alive or they woke up. Like, whoa, okay, I wasn't, you know. But anywho, <laughs> I was in special education <laughs> at the first five grades and they looked down on these kids. Yeah, it made me realize how lucky. Yes, yes. Yes, I'm gonna let it run out. We're gonna get to our next topic. Once again, I, I'm I'm more upset for these children, these people, and the that that are trapped in these bodies. It's not. Listen, I, let me just say this. I'm not upset at the young lady. I'm upset the soul of this young lady has to be trapped in this useless and broken body. And from all looks of it, she can't even communicate if there's something wrong with her. Okay. That's what I'm, I'm upset about. I'm not upset about her. I'm upset at her condition and her living arrangement and, you know, her prison cell, basically. I'm upset at the conditions of her prison cell, right? Because this is a prison planet. Yeah. I, I keep hearing all y'all say, you are a prison planet, prison planet. Okay. I'm upset at the conditions of her cell. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, let's let let's let it run out. Let's let it run out. Could you imagine how she's like when she gets angry? You see how over the top her excitement is at something that makes her happy? Can you imagine what she's like when she gets angry or frustrated? Can you imagine how, how much of a handful she would be when she's either upset or angry or frustrated? 
you know they don't they don't know their own strength you know i've seen them attack their own caregivers punch holes in walls and break out windows and stuff they don't even it's like they're not even cognizant of what they're doing when they're when they're frustrated or upset do, do you understand yeah creed comes to mind my own prison Yeah. Now, look, you see how excited... Can you imagine when if she's angry? For whatever reason. She's a handful. I can imagine she's a handful. Oh, word. And the state wants to... I, I, and I'm assuming the state wants to keep the baby on the vent. That's a damn shame. That's a damn shame. Mm-mm. Yep, there's nothing to talk about. Nope, this is not it. Nope. Y'all can have all the princess days you want. No. Because the reality is, is not that. Okay. Okay, I've seen enough. I've seen enough. I've seen enough. I've seen enough. Deeply deeply disturbing extremely extremely selfish on these people and that's any parent or, or caregiver that chooses to house a soul into a broken and physically useless body okay now let's get into some more nonsense this guy here <laughs> this guy here if you've been following football in the last 24 hours. This man done, done said some things. Ooh. I think his name's Byron Crawford. A cornerback for Miami Dolphins. Somebody correct me if I'm wrong. Oh, God, yes. Okay, Erica, that's an excellent, excellent point. Wait, let me, let me pull it back on me real quick. So the kid. The special needs kid that was six foot six, 270 pounds that beat the teacher basically unconscious because she took his cell phone. He's six, six, 270. And do you, did you see how scared the people were to, to approach him and stop the beating? Nobody wanted those problems. That kid was 6'6", 270. Nobody want to smoke with that big-ass, mentally challenged young man. Okay? Matter of fact, come on, let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. Special, special needs kid. Yeah, attack. Boy, boy, boy. I don't think I can play it. I, I don't think they'll let me play it. I mean, I could play it. I got the footage, but I don't want to. Mmm. You know, YouTube is on my ass. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be good now. I'm trying to be. All right. Well, I mean, let's, let's go ahead and let's get into it. Might as well. Thinking about. Ah, goddamn ads. This kid is six six two seventy, y'all. Nick, did you, Nick's always like, they're all small. All right, here you go, Nick. <laughs> 
Here you go, Nick. A teen in trouble accused of violently knocking out a school employee. Deputies say the 17-year-old attacked a teacher over a video game. Go ahead, go with Deputy King. Look, look at me. You gonna be cool with Deputy King and I? I don't want to go to jail. Flagler County deputy slapping the handcuffs on a teenager. He's been charged with knocking a teacher's aide unconscious for allegedly taking away his Nintendo Switch video game. This happened Tuesday at a high school in Palm Coast. Telling him that he couldn't do it, she left the classroom. Uh, he chased after her into the hallway and then very violently uh, pushed her to the ground so hard that it completely knocked her unconscious. The sheriff's office report states that his push made her go flying before she hit the floor. Seconds after, he started to beat her. Once again, the what they're describing does not do it any chance. You would have to watch the video. You know, basically, he bull rushed her. He bull rushed her. You see her head hit the back of the, of, of, of the ground. She was out. And then he gets on top of her, and you see all the people just kind of like wanting to approach and do something and they were too scared to do so another point to that another point i think another huge point that people forget this is what happens when you don't have men around okay this is what happens when you think you're equal to men when you want to build a society that deem men useless and when when it hits the fan and you need men, there's no men to be found. You're welcome. You're, you're welcome. But let's continue. Let's continue. And then started kicking this teacher and, um, and punching her throughout her body, face, uh, chest, uh, very, very violently. The report also says he hit her about 15 times before Good Samaritans came to her rescue. Unfortunately, uh, other students and other faculty members. Once again, 66270. Okay? Bigger than Brock Lesnar. He's bigger than Batista. Okay? He, he, he's eye level with Nick Taylor. <laughs> Nick Taylor going, might, might need <laughs> to hit him with the 45 ACP because a throw punch might not work. Members, uh, administrators came and intervened. Deputies say as they walked the teen past the unconscious victim, he spit at her and threatened to come back and kill her. Now, once again, y'all want to continue to, to, to debate me on these these children are blessings, these ch these children with mental deformities, um, intellectual gaps, rhyme or reason, right? Okay parents say they are shocked you know i feel very sorry for the teacher the, the paraprofessional that got attacked and um it's just something that i guess we see all too often these days i hope he's all right i hope the paraprofessionals all right that's not what you sign up for you mm -hmm. sign up to help kids well the student by the way is reportedly six six and about 220 pounds he has been charged with felony aggravated battery okay let me do this do let this 10 petty. second bedtime tech let me be petty Let's go to Twitter. Let's just see the bull rush. I'm not going to, I don't want to show the, the beat down, the, the ass whooping. I just want to show the bull rush. I just want to show the bull rush. Because so once you see the impact, then you're going to understand, like, yeah. Okay, let me see. Student um, attacks. Yeah, there we go. There we go. I just want to show the bull rush. 
Oh, wait, wait. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Once, once he bull rushes her, I'm going to stop it. Okay, because I'm not trying to get jammed up again. All right, let's go. Now, she, this is her. She got his bag with the switch in it. Okay. Okay, here we go. She's talking back to him like, hey, um, Daquan, what you did wasn't very nice. I had, to, I had to punish you by taking away your switch. Let's go. <laughs> Yo, he hit her full tilt. Well, come on, let me, let me, let's, let's show the speed and the ferocity. Nick Taylor would be proud. <laughs> if you're a coach, that's a good hit. <laughs> if you're a football coach, that's a hell, that's a good hit. That's how you hit him. Wait, see how quickly he, he bull rushes her, man. Blah. All right. Y'all want to keep playing these games with me? Y'all want to keep playing these games with me with these with these special needs children? <laughs> y'all, y'all, we still want to keep playing these games with these special needs children. This woman don't want no problems. <laughs> this woman wants no problems. She's like, none of my business. She said, none of my business. See, they go, Nick, good form. Nick said, good God. She's out. And nobody. And you see, I. Oh, Lord have mercy. Can I get away? What can I get away with? Can I get away? Nah, it's not. Let me, let me see if I can get to the end and see how long it takes for people to. Let's see how many people are around him. Okay. So it takes them a while. It takes them a good while. This This video is 35 seconds. He takes her out. Oh, wait a minute. Come on. Let me stop. So a 35 second video. Come on, come on, come on. Okay, he's playing. Let's do this one. Okay. 35 seconds. Let's, let me see when he hits it. He, so six seconds in into this 35 second clip, she's already out. Okay. And... This is going to Patreon. <laughs> this is going to Patreon. I just want to see how many people are around her. So we got about, okay, we got six, six second mark. So we have 29 seconds left. 29 seconds left. Okay. They're just now getting him off of her at the 24 second mark. You know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna play it because I'm like I said. I'm, I'm moving this to Patreon. We'll we'll play it out. Patreon, here we come. Patreon, here we come. God damn it! Come on, god damn it! All right, Patreon, here we come. Blah! See that woman right there said, "Nope, none of my business." That woman said, "None of my business." This woman down here said, "Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh." I I is. Is there a man around? Now let's see how long it takes for somebody to respond to him. We are seven seconds in. She's already unconscious. This is a 35 second clip. We have 28 seconds to play with. Let's see how long it takes for someone to, to actually do something. What are you going to do lady? What the, what are you doing? 
You see that other man right there? He didn't he didn't want these problems. Let's continue. Useless. 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 There you go. These types of videos is triggering the Scott Adams crowd that hold heat. Move slowly, chocolate men. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Those weren't love taps. If he could have, if he could have ended her, he would, he would have tried. He would have, he would have. Use and, and, and useless. You see one man. You see one man. I see one. Okay. Out of one man. One, two, three, four, five, six women. What the fuck y'all gonna do? What are you gonna do? And he, and he still gets more shots in. Ladies, feminism has walked you into a burning house because you feel you don't need men. You're, congratulations. Congratulations. This is why men have these discussions of, uh, uh, of who's worthy of protection. I remember back in the day, it didn't matter what happened to the woman. Men would bull rush to, 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 to surround the woman. I can remember this growing up still. These days, nah, I ain't gonna, I'm not going to do anything to help. Matter of fact, there was a, another case. Wait, wait, wait. Let me, let me do this. Hold up. I had that screenshot. Did I screenshot it? Did I screenshot it? Did I screenshot it? Please tell me I screenshotted it. There was another situation that somewhere in down south, a black man jumped into to save a black woman from getting her ass whooped. The boyfriend shoots the the the, the good Samaritan dead, and the woman drives off <laughs> with her attacker. I cannot make this shit up. Oh, I didn't save it, son of a biatch. I didn't save it. Useless. 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 And you wonder why countries like China, Russia, don't, you know, look at Americans like, God damn, y'all used to be the baddest motherfuckers on the planet. America used to be the baddest motherfuckers on the planet. I'm talking, I'm talking Ronald Reagan, America. I'm talking George Bush senior America. Okay. I, I, those are the Americas I grew up with. All right. America used to be the baddest, the biggest and the baddest on the block. Okay. Yeah. You saw a gas. Okay. See, I'm not crazy. Okay. Okay. I can't. Yeah. If I could, I wish I could find that story. Uh, let me see. Good Samaritan mm, killed at gas station. I like pick one. Is this it? Is this it? Let me see if this is it. 
Do you have a clogged drain? Ah. Come on, come on with these ads. Come on, come on, come on. Okay, let's go. Police say this man Is that died a hero over the weekend. He was trying to protect a gas station clerk only to get shot moments later. It nah, happened. That's not it. That's not it. It was black folk. These were black people. These were black people. These were black people. Oh, man. Some told me to say the motherfucking story and I didn't do it. Damn it. No, that's not it. Okay, I can't find it. If somebody knows what city that took place in, let me know so we can we will look at it together. Okay. All right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, listen, for 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 us that grew up in Reaganomics, we knew what time it was. All right, I can't find that story. It is what it is. Okay, now let us let me get into this. Let me get into this real quick. Um, this guy here, I think his name is. Damn, what is his name? Wait a minute, what's his name? Let me find it. Let me find it. Yeah, Byron Jones. Byron Jones, cornerback for Miami. Byron Jones. Cornerback from Miami. He got injured, knee injury. He quit. He retired at the age of 30. He retired at the age of 30. He said he's done. Okay. It's not that. It's not. I I guess what the the bigger issue is, is his reasoning for quitting. And once again, he still owes some money on a contract. He said the hell with it. Okay. Byron Jones. Let me, let me put. So this is what he said. Before he got off Twitter, he says, he says, much has changed in eight years. Today, I can't run or jump because of my injuries sustained playing this game. He says, do not take the pills they give you. Do not take the injections they give you. If you absolutely must consult an outside doctor to learn the long-term implications. Okay. Okay. He says it was an honor and privilege to play in the NFL, but it came at a regrettable cost. I did not foresee in my opinion, no amount of professional success or financial gain is worth avoidable chronic pain and disabilities. Godspeed to the draft class of 2023. This man still owed money. Let's look at this contract. This man is still owed money. He left money on the table. He left money on the table. Okay. So now, now they're changing to say he's not retiring. Let's continue. So he's 30 underwent surgery in Mars to clean up a lingering injury. He dealt, he, he dealt with in uh, 2021 uh, Jones was expected to be ready for training camp in July, but he was never activated off the PUP list. Former first round pick by Dallas in 2015 signed a five year, $82 million deal y'all in 2020. 
five years, 82 million in 2020. He represents an 18.3 million cap hit in 2023, but the Dolphins can save 13.6 by releasing or trading him after June 1st. Pro Bowl in 2018 had 57 pass deflections and four interceptions in his eight-year career. Now, for what I... Now, the Pills... Now, anybody that knows anybody that's, that's played NFL... Oh, shit. Anybody that knows anybody that's played in, in the NFL, you, you, you know, you know... Hey. Once again... Do not take the injections they give you. If you absolutely must consult the team doctor, listen, they're never going to let you do that. They have team doctors for a reason, right? Team doctors word is law. They're not going to let you go outside of that. The link is in his contract. Okay. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I mean, go back and rewatch uh, any given Sunday. Everybody was hopped up on painkillers. You know? All right. Now, this should interest everybody. And I mean everybody. Black, white, Indian, Asian. It does. It, this, this is a big deal. I'm sure Erica will cover this. But here we go. We were just talking about EBT early. Who's, who's, whose chat was I in? So, uh, and, and Reg is, uh, I was on Reg's ch- in his chat and people were like, people still sell EBT. I was like, hell yes, people sell EBT. What? You can buy food stamps. Let's, let's not be, let's not be, let's not do this. Regular folk buy people's food stamps. Okay. That has never changed. People are not stupid. Why would I spend, why would I pay full price for meat? And I could, you know, go to this person that's, that's got a shitload of food stamps. They want some quick cash. I want some quick food. Okay. This ain't nothing new. Let's go. Let's go. Oh, in food assistance, a family of four could see cuts of more than $300. Women we spoke with in Baltimore tonight receiving those food stamps say they're scared. Uh Oh, I really wanted to cry when I got the letter. Lynn Carroll is trying to figure out how she'll afford groceries next month. She received a notice in the mail last week saying her SNAP benefits will go from $283 a month to $56. And I'm saying... Wow, wait, wait, wait. Now listen, I'm not here to, to kick anybody while they're down, but two, $280 to $56? Okay, let's not act like regular folk are doing well i'm sorry so i gotta i I gotta exclude people like nick and erica and rc like the majority of you guys i would have to exclude from this conversation okay you guys would be outliers the average american is either broke or struggling right y'all y'all like these stats y'all run the stats the average median income black america is forty five thousand dollars right male or female roughly Somehow everybody come to YouTube is they're worth millions of dollars. But that average American is broke, struggling, barely scraping by. Okay. So yes, a lot of regular folk buy food stamps. A lot of regular folk buy food. People are not stupid. 
Why would I pay 12 bucks for a steak and I could pay $4 for a steak? This is insane, right? Wall says not only with the snap cuts, uh, it accepts the overall economy as well over a trillion dollars. Regular folks will be laid off because of those snap cuts. Yes. Now, I remember Obsidian a couple years ago when Trump got in, he was hollering cuts, but his cuts, they were, they were, they were focused more on the women. They wanted the women to kind of feel the pinch. Everybody's going to feel the pinch. Okay. Everybody's going to feel the pinch. This is not about make the black, make black women suffer or, or, repent, or repent for their sins. This affects everybody that's on it. You know, somebody that's on food stamps. If you don't, you know, you know, somebody that knows somebody that's on food stamps. Let's not act like food stamps is like, ooh, that's you. Like, it ain't like back in the 90s and the 80s with the brown dollars. Like, you would look. You, I remember back in the 80s, late 80s, because my, my mother's super bougie, right? And I remember going to the grocery store with my mom, and she would look down on people that, you know. Matter of fact, it wasn't even just my mom. It was a different mindset back then. It's the 80s, Okay. It's the 80s. Either you grew up, your parents were straight, or you made stupid money under Reagan, or you lost everything because your parents were crackheads and you had to go out there and sell dope. Okay? So either you were well-to-do, uber-rich, or on your way to being uber-rich, or you grew up in a household that lost everything because both your parents were on crack and you had to go out and sell dope. Okay? I told the story all the time. There was some alley hoops that had a little house in the back of our alley. And I remember the day they started selling dope for my, for my, 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 my cousin, my older cousin, right? Big, big time dope dealer. Like we all snowfall type of shit. And I remember the day when I knew they were selling crack for my, from, for the, the, for my cousin, because they were all able to buy Jordan threes, right? The spider web lacing, the threes, right? That, 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 that's right. It was a, it was a Jordan's. That was in Spike Lee's Do the Right Thing, the white joints, the cement grays. Them shits was 106 with tax. Because I remember the day me and my brother took my, we went to Foot Locker. was like, Mom, you want the new Jordans out? Mom, yo, Mom, can you please buy, buy some new Jordans? She's like, okay, baby, sure, sure, sure. Listen, listen, my mom, we were straight. My dad worked fucking Bungie Factory. Mom worked at A.O. Smith. For those that remember A.O. Smith, if you old heads, you remember A.O. Smith, they made the, uh, the water heaters, right? Okay. So we go to we go to Foot Locker and two pairs, the black joints, the black, the black breads, right? And that man said two, two hundred and sixteen dollars. She's like two sixteen. That's a mistake. These these are not shoes are not hundred dollars. Them shits was one hundred six a piece. And I remember the next day, all those that could afford Jordans had Jordans, and all of a sudden these alley hoops had Jordans. We're like, and I'm like, yo, how you afford them? You're you're poor. And then he, I, I remember him flashing me a lot of cash. He's like, oh, I'm working now. I was like, oh, okay, you work for my cousin. So you're selling dope. I get it now. I get it now. Okay. Okay. Let's continue. What am I going to do with $56? I can't even get meats for the month. Starting March 1st, the pandemic-era boost to SNAP benefits will end in 32 states, including in Maryland. Tonight, a group protested the cuts outside Baltimore City Hall, including Sharon Black. 
people are going to be starving this, this coming period. Black, an organizer with the People's Power Assembly and Unemployed Workers Union, is calling on the mayor, city council, and governor to make inflation emergency provisions to restore that extra aid. Food prices are just too high for people to be able to afford to eat. Everything's going up. Eggs cost like $7 for a dozen of eggs. Maude Branch and her three children receive $950 a month in SNAP benefits. She doesn't know what her cuts are yet, but she says food pantries won't be enough to. Yo, she gets a great. Oh, my God. Okay, another story. Another story. I remember when I first came out to California, and I, I would see, once again, this is not a, a hate stream, but I remember, I will remember Mexicans would pull up in a brand spanking new 250 dually. Then they still do it to this day. They will pull up in a brand spanking new 250 dually. Husband, wife, kids all get out. He got on the big ass belt buckle and the fucking ostrich boots. These motherfuckers will go into the grocery store on the first of the month. Two carts of groceries and they be on food stamps and I'm sitting here like wait a minute you pull up in a fucking $80,000 truck brand new dually you're wearing $1,200 boots ostrich skin boots with this big stupid ass belt buckle and y'all walking out of here with two carts of groceries and you're on food stamps this was back in 99 this was back in 99 <laughs> So I know the hustle is sweeter now. Okay. Let me get to these comments. These comments are very telling and I want to acknowledge you guys' comments. So yes, they, yes, that's all Epstein kept saying was cuts, cuts, cuts. And I'm like, you fucking idiots, right? Idiots, idiots. So let me get to the, the comments that I, I picked out. So yeah, there's no shame. Nope. Matter of fact, matter of fact, it, it swung to the other side. Now it's like, you ain't got one. Now it's to the point where you ain't got EBT. You ain't got no, you ain't got that card. Right? Oh, what? My ex-sister lied about not being married to get extra. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> um, it's millions of white people. I know too many postal workers who are just shocked at how many folks are on government help. I can't see how people are this shocked. I, I'm, I'm floored that people don't understand how many people are, are, are not on it. Like, I, I don't know why we think so polar, like just not just black and white. I mean, all right, let me, let me get to the rest of the comments. Um, well, Diddy, yeah, expect to see less on your grocery shelves in the summer. Stores are not going to make orders. Truckers will lose routes, and the recession will kick in 90 days from now. Yeah, and they've been holding that recession off for a minute. Farron, I volunteered at the church for food pantry. I definitely took a box home. I got to. The state said I make too much. Listen, I tell, I tell my story. I applied for food stamps when I, when I first got many me. They said $16. What? They offered me. I was a single dad. They said, yeah, um, sir. Here's your, here's your snap benefit. They had the nerve to give me the fucking card. Cause in, in Illinois it's purple, right? They had the nerve to actually give me my paperwork with the card, with the balance. That woman told me it was $16 when I first got me to me. $16. $16. 
dollars. That's what that's what how much they offer me in in aid. Now, mind you, I'm not one. People are gonna be like, I, I I would, I would never put my daughter's mom on child. I just, I'm one of those guys. That's just, I just I just don't have, I don't I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. You know. So I'm just like, it's not that serious. Well, you know, I'll figure it out. Right. So let me get to y'all. Yeah, yeah. A.O. Smith's still popping. They end up moving to Mexico, man. We had a chance to move to Mexico, but my dad was like, nope. Nope. RJ Reynolds. Okay. Okay. Man, listen, I, this whole poverty thing in the eighties. I only reason I saw poverty is if people's parents got hooked on crack. Like legit. So even Reaganomics wasn't, you know, it, you know, wasn't the best financial plan, but in the eighties, everybody was making money from what I saw. You know, Tony's supposed to go vegetarian. <laughs> you know, like I remember growing up in the 80s, everybody, man, everybody was doing something. Everybody was making money. I, I, I don't know, y'all. Yo, this chick is getting 950 a month. Now she has it's four kids and her still, yo. 950, yo. Five finger discounts, right? I worked at a grocery store in Cali and see, yes, thank you, man. They pull up brand new vehicles and the whole tribe gets out and he's wearing these fucking boots and they getting a two carts like this hand in hand, <laughs> one in the front. He pushing it in the one in the front. He pulling the one in the back and they'll go through that and they'd be, and they'd be overflowing and he'll have a lot of money, but reach for that fucking EBT card. If that don't make you want to pick up a pistol and, and pistol whip him and rob him, Rob him of not only the money and his, but his EBT card. Like that should make you, that shit will make you feel a certain way, man. Like for real. Okay. That shit will make you feel a certain way. It's still going on today. I'm already knowing they still doing it. I'm all, that shit. I remember how upset I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And you had the nerve to come here and flaunt this shit in front of everybody. Like you bet. You know what I'm saying? Like that made that, that upset me. That pissed me off. Yeah, back in the 80s, it was a totally different mindset. So yes, if as soon as you as soon as you pull out the the brown dollars, most most people be like they you hear people groaning like those behind you. If you pull out the brown dollars, you hear people like, oh man, this you would hear people mutter and, and groan and roll their eyes. Nowadays it's like you better get you one. <laughs> you better get you a card, right? That just it's just funny how times have changed now. Okay, yes, but let's not act like regular hardworking folks ain't out here buying food stamps. Okay, see, tell it, tell it. I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. So y'all see it for yourselves, right? You want something? Hell yeah, hell yeah. 50% of all American children live in a house with someone that said, yes, yes. So the majority of Americans are, are, are messed up. <laughs> yeah. I got $16 when I was in college and told me that's all I could get because I was in college. Uh, yeah. And then the, let the, don't let them find out your parents income. Jeez, man. Don't let them find out your income, your parents income. 
Okay, let's get back to this. Let's get back to this. This is this is interesting. To cover the difference. It's no way. Like I don't know. I'm really scared for real because I might have had to get two jobs. Maybe maybe my children gonna have to get two jobs. I may have to get two jobs. Jobs. I'm just hoping that the government, the city, the state, whoever you know, realizes that. We cannot survive off of those funds, but I said God always makes a way. In the meantime, Carol's worried not only about filling her fridge, but also the cuts implications on Baltimore streets. It's going to cause people to steal more. People are going to be angry. It's going to be even more violence because people are struggling. These cuts to food stamp benefits will impact more than 30 million people nationwide. In the studio, Ashley. Matter of fact, I remember. When we first had mini me, I had to buy the cans of Similac because for whatever reason, she wouldn't take the other stuff. And we had, and I had to out of pocket, I had to buy that shit. That shit was already 30 bucks a can back then. And a rip just buying that. I just remember, I remember that paying for that shit out of pocket. I was like, Oh Lord, Lord have mercy. Oh, we got through it though. We got through. Here we go. The cuts will in, uh, will impact more than 30 million people who are enrolled in SNAP. Um, among the states where recipients are facing cuts are California and Texas, which have the greatest number of people on SNAP at 5.1 million and 3.6 million, respectively. The reductions are set to take place in March are due to the end of the so-called emergency allotments, which bolstered the food stamps benefits at the start of the pandemic. So now everyone's declaring pandemic over. Gavin Newsom officially de declared it over. So now this is this all coincides. So now they're going to roll back everything that y'all got during the pandemic. So now you're going to see how good you, you really had it during the pandemic. So now them hunger pains going to kick in at some point. Okay. Um, the U.S. is certainly on more stable footing than 2020. That's if you believe that households are struggling with high food costs. Groceries were about 11.3% higher in January than a year earlier making the timing of the snap cuts particularly challenging. Um, and people will on average lose about $82 of snap benefits a month. That's an average. That's an average. Let's see what CBS has to say to expire this week. The end of the pandemic era policy is expected to impact more than 41 million Americans. The average SNAP recipient household will see their benefits drop by at least $95 a month. Food banks around the country are bracing for increased demand as food prices continue to soar. Let's bring in Kyle Wade to talk more about this. He's the president and the CEO of the Atlanta Community Food Bank. Thanks so much for joining us, Kyle. Well, thanks so much for having me. So as you are aware, economists have drawn parallels between this policy and reductions in poverty, real reductions. Uh, so explain to our audience why the government is allowing to ex it to expire. Well, what's basically happening is, uh, as, as we all know, we're trying to get the economy uh, out of an inflationary uh, condition and, uh, and back to sort of normal operations after the pandemic. Uh, and so they are just pulling the program back to where it was pre-pandemic. Uh, what we know is that because in Georgia, this got discontinued back in last spring, uh, that we've seen a really significant increase in visits to food pantries across our network. 
since that, uh, since those emergency SNAP allotments uh, were discontinued. Uh, and we know that this is going to uh, increase demand at food pantries all across the country. So, you know, people should sort of understand that this, the SNAP benefits were sort of in place to help during the pandemic. But here's what happened since then. Since then, the price of food has gone through the roof. Even when, you know, other prices have sort of stabilized or gone down, it's still super expensive to buy food, particularly healthy food. How have you seen this temporary boost to SNAP benefits help people in your community? Well, uh, what we know is, as you just described, uh, the pandemic really uh, exposed all sorts of vulnerability across our communities uh, across the country. There are a lot of people who are really living paycheck to paycheck. Uh, the inflationary environment coming out of the pandemic uh, has put extraordinary pressure on those families. And alongside that, uh, there, there are other federal programs that were enhanced uh, during the pandemic that have also been discontinued. Things like the child tax credit uh, that went away in January of last year. Uh, we had the uh, discontinuation of universal free school meals, which also had a big impact on reducing need. Uh, and so that combination of increased costs and reduced uh, resources is really putting a lot of families in harm's way economically. We know that when people have access to healthy, nutritious food, uh, they have more stable lives, they have better health outcomes, uh, and they are able to solve other challenges that they're trying to face and really invest in their future. Uh, and so we are uh, urging our lawmakers to find ways to continue to invest in these families uh, and, and would <laughs> argue that continuing these SNAP enhancements would be very helpful. All right. So now that this policy is ending, how are you preparing for it? Well, uh, like many food banks across the country, what we're experiencing is that lines are just getting longer. We've seen about a 40% uh, percent increase uh, in visits to our network over the past 15 months. This is crazy. This is crazy. And that's just Atlanta. Yo, Techie, I feel you. listen, man, I'm telling you that shit makes you feel a certain way, man. <laughs> it, 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 it comes down to like earners and then non-earners. Like it's almost like, okay, we earned our stuff. You guys didn't, right? You know, um, these are the people that will fall right in line with communism. And then, you know, communism leads to socialism. Shout out to Nick Taylor. So communis communism leads to socialism. So you, you be, just take a note, a mental note of at how many people um, will gladly take long-term government assistance. Okay, that is basically socialism. So you see a lot of people that will welcome socialism. But they don't really understand the, the long-standing implications of socialism. You understand? So take mental notes. You have a lot of people you have to get rid of if it, if it goes down. Okay, a lot of people. But let's continue. Uh, and uh, at the same time, we're trying to meet that demand with uh, fewer federal resources in terms of the amount of food that's available. Uh, so we are buying food in ways that we never have before historically. Mm -hmm. uh, my food bank is spending more than $2 million a month right now uh, to purchase food to help meet the demand. Uh, we're uh, able to do that right now, but long-term, that's probably not a sustainable pattern. 
Uh, and so we're, what we're also working hard to do is just to uh, make sure our lawmakers are aware of uh, the demands that we're seeing and that the real opportunities for us to find ways to invest in families. I think that people need to understand, too, that there's sort of like a trickle-down impact, right? If you if people can't afford healthy food, then they buy alternatives, right? And those alternatives may not be the best for them. So eventually, you know, if you don't pay up front with healthy food, you might pay on the back end with these people who are in need of health care services. Or as you, if you extend that even further, you are eating unhealthier foods, which lead to medical conditions. That's what which I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm the, saying. The, the system, healthy, right, you'll which pay, we don't have really. You'll pay for the- okay, all by design. I'm not going to drag this out. It's all by design. All by design. All by design. Let's get into some student loan talk. Now, I personally, it took me 10 years to pay off my student loans. I hate, and I don't want to say hate, I despise people who are out here begging the government. Once again, more socialism. I despise people that are out here begging for student loan relief. It took me 10 years to pay mine. Why can't you pay yours? Okay. It took me 10 years. I didn't even graduate. Okay, it took me 10 years to pay off Sally Mae. Why can't you do the same? So I'm not cool with the student loan forgiveness, but the SCOTUS is going to hear the case. Two cases, I believe. Let's go. There is a blockbuster case before the Supreme Court this morning, and it could have a huge impact on college borrowers and taxpayers. Justices will decide whether President Biden exceeded his legal authority by attempting to forgive billions of dollars in federal student loans. Fox's Doug Luzader joins us live now from Washington, D.C. with the latest. Good morning, Doug. Ryan, good morning. And there is a lot at stake as these arguments begin this morning, about $400 billion, according uh, to one estimate. So this is an important case or a couple of cases before uh, the court today. But central to this is the question of whether the president exceeded his authority here. There has been a small group of protesters overnight in front of the Supreme Court, anxiously waiting for today's arguments. And President Biden, too, may be on pins and needles. My administration is making our case in the Supreme Court, and I'm confident the legal authority to carry that plan is there. But Biden used to argue just the opposite, that he didn't have the authority to forgive student loans on his own. Well, remember, Nancy Pelosi said he didn't have the power to do so. Was it a couple years ago? Even Nancy Pelosi said, you can't do this. I remember that. I remember that. But the pandemic, he says, changed that, and his plan to forgive up to $20,000 in student loans under certain income limits brings with it a cost to taxpayers of some $400 billion, according to the Congressional Budget Office. Two borrowers in six states will tell the Supreme Court today that the president can't do that without buy-in from Congress. So this is illegal. It costs $400 billion, and it was done just before the election to try to buy votes. Runaway tuition and expanded borrowing have contributed to a growing crisis. But forgiveness raises difficult questions. What about borrowers who diligently paid their loans back or those who decided not to go to college in an effort to avoid debt in the first place? Still, the states today will have to prove that they'll be harmed under the Biden plan. The Supreme Court might be skeptical that the state plaintiffs here are allowed to bring suit, but I think they're going to overcome that and they're going to strike this down. Well, maybe so. Um, we'll see. I mean, this is a court that has certainly been skeptical of broad assertions of executive authority, and that's kind of central to this case or these cases. Uh, but on the other hand, this question of standing is going to loom large. And Ryan, these, these six states uh, are going to have to prove that they would, in fact, suffer harm if this program, uh, loan, this loan forgiveness program, in fact, moves forward. Doug, what's the timeline? Is there an anticipated timeline on something like this? What a decision? Wait, so here's another thing that I, 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 I'm, I don't understand why no one's asking. 
Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae will have something to say about this because they're the two biggest lenders of, of student loans. So you're just going to wipe out these companies, you know, projected earnings income is it, I'm surprised that Sally Mae and Freddie Mac are very quiet about this. But let's continue. Could be reached on this. Yeah, we, we expect uh, just the way the court works that this decision will be announced sometime in late June. That would kind of be the, the, the deadline more or less uh, for the court. It may come before that. In, in the meantime, what we'll have will be today's arguments, and, and they're going to be pretty lengthy for a Supreme Court case, a couple of hours. Um, and that will give us a lot of time to kind of parse through the questions to see which way the justices seem to be leaning on this. Doug, how big of an issue was this for college-age kids? I mean, we saw a video of, of hordes of students uh, at college campuses all over the country uh, lining up to vote in the midterms. Uh, abortion was absolutely a key issue, but this was a big deal to them as well. Certainly the White House was counting on it being a big deal, and so this was announced kind of, you know, with a nod and a wink in conjunction with those midterm elections. Uh, and certainly it motivates a lot of young voters. But, you know, there are a lot of other folks here. Uh, you know, not everyone goes to college. Most people don't. Um, so you, you have the prospect here for people who didn't enjoy the privilege of college having to ultimately pay the bill for those who did. Um, and, and that may be a tough sell politically as well. I mean, this is $400 billion that's going to be added to the debt. So it really becomes the responsibility of all taxpayers then to, to fund the debts accrued by, you know, a relative few. Yeah, see, see, that's how, that's how they got us with affordable health care, Obamacare, right? So I need all you healthy people to subsidize and fund the lifestyles of these Fat asses. No. Pay your fucking debt. Pay your debt. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. It is free for some, but somebody's got to pay for that. There is no free, right? Somebody is paying. Uh, That's right. And look, for people that have paid their debts back, um, this is a yeah, what's the way tough pill to swallow if this moves forward. Nah, On the other hand, now pay your fucking bills. Fuck all that. Fuck all that. Now, let's get into this. Black banks. Black bank, another now black to a bank. huge investment. Okay, another black, another useless black bank. Y'all know how I feel. Y'all know how I feel. <laughs> Y'all know how I feel. Another useless black bank. I saw somebody post a story of a black bank that that had opened somewhere else. For what? For what? Why? Why? <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> Y'all killing with the black bank. Yeah, Patreon for real. This is going to Patreon. Anywho, another black bank needs help from them people. Shout out to RC for sending me this. Another black bank needs help from them people. So why would I waste my time going to a black bank? Where's Erica at? Erica, if you're still here, hun, why would I waste my time going to a black bank? Why? Why? What are the? Oh wait, wait. I, I know. I know what the what the responses would be. Um, lower interest rates on loans and stuff because it's a black bank. No, I go to a credit union. I I would go to a credit union. So once again, somebody explain to me, convince me, why I I need to go to a black bank. Why? 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 Let's go. Let's go. Huge investment today for the only black-owned bank in Texas. Energy giant Baker Hughes announces a $50 million investment to support Houston's Unity Bank. 
Gerald Harris is live at the Blodgett Street location in Third Ward. All right, Gerald, how will this money be used? Yeah, black-owned banks have been in decline in recent years. This investment hopes to make sure Unity Bank is around here for many years to come. With that $50 million. Oh, what you talking about? <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> you act like you about to get some of this money, ladies. See, come on, man. Listen, black folk and, and financial illiteracy is way worse than I... How come nobody wants to talk about the, the real elephant in the room? There will be no generational wealth because black folk and financial literacy are this far apart. This far apart. Where you at, Erica? Because when Nigerians putting money into Latino banks. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. It's all good, Iron Five. It's all good. Let's look. Why is this woman happy? You're not going to get any, This money's not coming to you. Why are you happy? Do you even understand what's going on? That was the reaction from Georgia Dole Provost, a fixture in the Third Ward community, an account holder at Unity Bank. Third Ward Columbia, come hold this L. Come get your peoples. Go, somebody go get Suavemente and tell them to come hold this L. And, and <laughs> come hold this L. To the news of $50 million coming to the historic bank. It's going to help. Provost has been with Unity what? since the beginning, 1963. And when Unity opened, Riverside opened up. Man, my husband and I was parked right here waiting till they opened the bank. Provost says during segregation, banks would not even loan $25, much less $25,000 to minorities. Times have changed due to a lack of assets compared to larger banks. As a result, minority-owned banks have been on a decline. We're just very, very grateful, you know, to be able to, you know, continue our presence and continue our mission. Baker Hughes and Energy Technology Company, along with J.P. Morgan, seek to help promote the growth of black, Hispanic and Latino owned small businesses to provide equal opportunity for minorities to access business loans, personal loans and more. Through our lending, you know, through our financial literacy. So it, it has a tangible impact that people all around can, you know, definitely see. For Mrs. Provost, this investment is a call to action. We got to do better. We got to get out here. We got to market this bank because this bank can grow. Stop. I'm, 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 I'm irritated. This, this is why I don't, I, oof. the worst thing you could, you could be is an uninformed, ignorant, old black person. The worst thing you could, you could end up dying as, or going out in this dimension as an unenlightened, uninformed, misinformed, old black person. I, I feel nothing for you. I'm sorry. So what does Baker Hughes do? What do they do? Petroleum. Okay. What does Baker Hughes company do? Portfolio products include drilling equipment, subs, uh, subsea production systems, compressors, pipe systems, electricity generators, energy recovery. So why would an energy company want to fund, help fund, a, a help keep a black bank open? I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, ooh, net income that Okay. Okay. Market cap, market cap, $30.7 billion. 
revenue was up 1% versus last year, $21.2 billion. What are we doing here, people? What are we doing here? What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. Let's continue. And Unity Bank celebrates 60 years in business come August. And Mr. Kane tells me he's looking forward to another 60 years of Unity Bank being around. In the third ward, Gerald Harris, KHOU, 11 News. Wait, well, did he see? Hey, <laughs> wait, Young Jay, Young, Young Jay said, you can't tell anybody over 60 a damn thing either. My grandma almost cut me off because I supported Trump. Listen. What I tell y'all, stop trying to wake people up. What I, hey, I told y'all, it's a dangerous job trying to wake your people up. The worst thing you could you could do is die an old, an old, uninformed black person. That's the worst. <laughs> the worst. Keep a steady job, and then they buy investments via stocks, insurance. They would require you to stop the silly stuff. I agree. I agree. I agree. I, listen, I can't. I, I refuse. Even if I stop doing this right now, I, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna die an old, an, an, an old idiot, an old fool. I refuse. Y'all hear me? I refuse. Let's continue with this nonsense. It is such a fixture in that community. Glad to see it get this type of monetary support the, as well. The longtime customer needs to be the marketing director. <laughs> I know, you right? Get out here and support this. <laughs> Speak. Uh, come, oh, come on now. Now you're going with the, the, the now you're making fun of us. We're making fun of the people. Okay. Ron DeSantis dropped his nuts on Disney. Ron DeSantis dropped his nuts on Disney. Y'all. Ron DeSantis, this might be your next president. This might be your next president. Look at you. Ron DeSantis might be your next president. Once again, if you're coming back, if you're coming back to look for this, it'll be on Patreon. <laughs> It'll be on Patreon. Yeah. So Florida's been dominating the headlines these past few weeks with Republican Governor Ron DeSantis push, punishing Disney for disagreeing with him politically. And the Sunshine State rejecting 54 math textbooks because some allegedly included references to critical race theory or social emotional learning. All while DeSantis also signed a law to limit discussion about race and gender in schools and workplaces. 
DeSantis has been flooding the zone with culture war controversies, building up his right-wing bona fides in advance of a possible presidential run. But the state Senate's minority leader accused the governor of using his feud with Disney as a smokescreen for his real purpose during the state legislature's special session. That would be pushing through his own rigged system of redistricting, adding four new probable Republican congressional seats while dismantling the district currently held by African-American Democrat Al Lawson in Northern Virginia, uh, Northern Florida. It also shifts the district being vacated by Val Demings eastward towards wider communities. No wonder the analysts over at 538 called the result, quote, darn close to the most egregiously partisan map in the country. I get this. It would likely give Republicans a 20 to 8 congressional seat advantage in a state that Trump won with just 51.2% of the vote. State where both... Okay, I don't care about that. I care about the Disney measures that he took. Let me run it back. Let me find it. Look no. at you. Nope. Let me run it back. Let me run it back. Let me run it back. Okay. I want... Yes. So the main the main issue is the re, the rezoning, but then also he, oh, he he did something else to Disney as well too. Good morning, good morning. Thank you. Thanks so much. Okay, so basically he took away Disney's ability to self govern itself. That's why he renamed the Reedy Creek Improvement District. All right, he says, today the corporate kingdom finally comes to an end. Um, so, yeah, here's the bill, him signing the bill. So, uh, I'm going to put my John Hancock on this piece of legislation. That'll, that'll make it official. And so, just look at your watch, and you'll know at what time the corporate kingdom finally came to an end. Mm. Yeah, this might be our next president. This might be your next president. <laughs> Everybody can't go. <laughs> I'm okay with a lot of things these days. Yeah. Yes, it will put them under state control. That is correct. Yes. But you know what's going to happen. What Disney's going to do, they're going to rally the troops. They're going to rally the Gibbet troops. And you're going to see who has more power. The alternative lifestyle community that's, that does have government backing and government funding versus the state. So you're going to see, you're going to see a potential showdown in Florida with Disney versus the state. Okay. Um, also, the bill that is now law, which prevents classroom discussion about sexual orientation or gender identity in certain grade levels. That's one of the other requirements. Okay, so here's here's what it is. This is what all it, it, it the bill he signed. This is what it, it this is what it ends. 
1967, the Florida legislature created the Reedy Creek Improvement District, which gifted extraordinary special privileges to a single corporation until Governor DeSantis acted. The Walt Disney Company maintained sole control over the district. This power amounted to an un- unaccountable corporate kingdom. Florida is placing the district into state receivership and beginning a new era of accountability and transparency. So this is what it ends. It ends Disney's self-governing status. It ends Disney's exemption from the Florida Building Code and Florida Fire Prevention Code. It ends Disney's exemption from state regulatory reviews and approvals. It ends Disney's secrecy by ensuring transparency. It ensures that Disney will pay its fair share of taxes. It prevents local governments from using the situation to raise local taxes. It imposes Florida law so that Disney is no longer given preferential treatment. And it ensures that Disney's municipal debt will be paid by Disney, not Florida taxpayers. This is huge. This is huge. I guarantee this will be a huge running, uh, a a huge um, platform issue the next presidential cycle. This is going to be a big effing deal. You're going to have corporations with the L Gibbets with government funding on one side, and you're going to have a state uh, on the other side. This is going to be very, very interesting. Okay. And here's it. Here's where it gets the Florida house and Senate passed HB nine earlier this month, which would eventually rename the district to the central Florida tourism oversight district and would allow the state governor to appoint a five-member board of supervisors to manage the district. DeSantis announced the people he appointed to the board, so non-L Gibbets, non-supporters of L Gibbets. DeSantis has dropped his nuts on Disney, and I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Okay, let me check and see. Did I get everything? Oh, two more um, topics I want to run by you guys real quick. Parents, especially you parents, especially you parents, especially you parents. Now, this is old. This is like, I think, a not even a year old, might be a year old. But if you have children, you know, if you have teenagers, preteens, These are the emoji drug codes decoded. Okay. These are the emoji drug codes decoded. If you have teens, preteens, you know, at at this rate, take no chances. If you have children that are just cognizant, you know, these are the emoji drug codes decoded. Okay. I will make it a personal mission to chop this up and make it its own video. All right. But for if you're a parent of a teen or preteen, you might want to take a look at this when you, you know, if you scroll through your kids' phones and you see nothing but emojis and no word and no, no texting. Okay. All right. Once again, if you go through your kids' phones and you don't see words, you just see nothing but emojis, that's a red flag. Okay. So these are the, the, the signs and signals. All right. I will make this its own video because I think it's important. So I'll turn it into a short. All right. Cool. 
Yes, I yes, sir. Yeah, Techie, I'm on it, bro. I, I, I'm listening, brother. I will make it a short. I will do that. Um, final topic. Listen, <laughs> bruh, <laughs> this kid's going to the league. This kid's protected. Matter of fact, <laughs> this kid is so protected, right? He's going to the league. Okay. He gave the dude the gun. Okay. He gave the he gave dude the gun, the pistol. This is how protected this kid is. Okay? He gave dude the pistol. He gave dude the pistol. That's right, uh creative. Remember back in the day when they had the bracelet? The bracelet, the different color bracelets, it, it all it denoted what type of sexual activity you were into. That's right. The bracelets, it you know, this meant oral, this meant anal, this meant threesome, this meant this, this meant yeah, yeah. We ain't we ain't too far from from removed from that. Yo, this kid is so protected. Let me tell let me tell you how bad it is, y'all. <laughs> he down with them peoples. Hey, listen, y'all just want to be down. <laughs> <laughs> we all just want to be down, right? <laughs> okay. Yes. Y y listen. <laughs> Listen, where you at, angry man? Yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, let me tell you how bad it is. This is how this is how bad he trolled everybody. Look what this nigga does. Did y'all see this? Did y'all see this? Did y'all see what he did? Yo, this kid is so unbothered. This kid is so protected. He did a pat down. All right? Pat down on you. <laughs> what? <laughs> I can't, I, yes, goaded. Yes. I can't be mad. <laughs> Goaded. Yes. Man, listen. Listen. <laughs> hey, that's the most gangster shit I've seen in a very, very long time. <laughs> Troll levels on a thousand. That's the most gangster shit I've ever seen a college kid do. Yeah. <sighs> Wow, wow, wow. I think it was a wipe me down. That was a damn pat down. <laughs> Evil is good. <laughs> Yo, that's the most gangster shit. <sighs> I right? That listen, that's a level of petty that I aspire to. I mean, one could only that's 
That is 50 cent level. No, even 50 cent would have to be like, God damn, he did that. This is a level of petty that I aspire to. Like one day, one day the creator will bless me to be this petty on a, on a national worldwide scale. <laughs> he said, not wipe me down. <laughs> All right. Final story. Carl Crawford. Carl Crawford bends the knee to, uh, to Megan Thee Stallion in so many words. In so many words. Once again, I apologize. If you're going to be, if you guys are coming in late and you're going to look for the replay, it's going to be on Patreon. <laughs> Cause, uh, yeah, YouTube is on my ass. YouTube is on my ass and I'm tired of them on my ass. Call. Cr- Listen, this man apology was three, four minutes. Man, listen, I ain't never seen a nigga do so much explaining in my life. It was, it was pretty much a, a, a unbearable. I said, come on, come on, come on, come on. Uh, not only him, but his new, his, his, his new guy that runs the label now with him. You know what? I'll just send it to myself. Fuck it. Okay. This is what I'm going to do. I'm going to send it to myself. Hold up. Um, okay. Twitter, 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 Twitter. Here we go. Okay. This is the long, and it's long. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You want to let me do sin space? Sin space? No? No. Okay. This would go sin space. Now, and also, Tory Lanez's um, sentencing was delayed again. And another point I need people, I'm, I'm telling you right now what's going to happen. He's going to do a year or two, and they're going to walk that shit back. Because he's already, he's still sitting in jail. He's still sitting in jail. So there's, there's a couple of things I want to touch on before I get out of here. So we got to address Carl Crawford. Been to the knee to Megan. Uh, where's this at? Okay. And um, once again, Eventually, Tory will be a free man. Now, free in what terms of, I don't know what that looks like, but we'll just, we'll, we'll go over the notes. Let me pull up, let me pull up the, let me download this real quick. He has been pushed back to April 10th and his lawyers asked, uh, the, the gag order has been lifted, which is huge because remember during the trial, before the trial, they had he, Tory had a gag order placed upon him. Now all of a sudden, they lift the gag order. You see, you already see what the play is in motion. You already see the play in motion. Okay, hold up. You already see the play in motion. So not only did the, the new judge lift the gag order, the his attorneys are asking for um shit. Come on, download, damn it. All right, hold up. Bullshit. 
they're asking for other things to be uh, released. And somebody gave a pretty good list of all the things that his attorneys want released. And let me, I'll pull it up. No, I'm not a robot. Come on, come on, download, son of a bitch. What the fuck? It won't download. Come on, seriously, right now. Okay, wait, we're having technical difficulties. send space do your thing now shit use a link to retrieve your file okay yes or retrieve file yes oh my gosh okay hold up very very annoying my apologies guys how big is this file details Oh, we can go through this. This should run through the email then. Gmail. Okay, okay, okay. We're good, we're good. Okay, we're good. Fucks in space. All right. Now, remember Carl Crawford, right after Tory got sentenced or found guilty, remember Carl Crawford had posted his video, said, I can't wait for my day in court. Remember that? Remember how all the bravado that uh, Carl Crawford had after Tory was found guilty? He was like, I can't wait for my day in court. I can't wait. Right? Okay, there we go. Okay, we're not even, uh, what, how many months later now? Four or five months after the fact. And it seems to me that there will not be a court case moving forward. His suit against Megan Destite will not be moving forward because the, the, this this is groveling at this point. He's groveling. So let's let Carl Crawford tell us why him and Megan are you know why why he's sorry. Basically, let's go. This is the longest ex, ex, explanation that I've ever heard. This is nonsense. Unfortunately, man, Megan, we haven't talked since you know since 2019. So. Uh, we've been going through, you know, I guess what you guys see online. And, and like like I said, that's unfortunate, too, as well, because I never wanted to, you know, have a situation where I was, you know, um, going back and forth with on the Internet. Kind of like a couple of months ago, um, you know, um, I just wanted to revamp the, the company and bring in a whole new fresh faces. You know, look, we're trying to uh, rebrand the company and give us a new look. You know, we had a, you know, our reputation was kind of real, real bad. I okay, now keep in mind. Had he, if this were, if he were to pursue his case against Megan, uh, Desiree Perez was supposed to testify or give a deposition. Okay. The chick that runs the federal witness snitch that runs Rockefeller, right? Desiree Perez. So had Carl Crawford had this case go forward, like it was supposed to, she was going to give, she was going to have to give a deposition which he was trying to avoid at all costs. So what this sounds like to me is like everybody came to a meeting of the minds per se and had a, had a coming to Jesus moment and say, everybody, you know, whatever the case may be, sell this thing out. 
So let's continue. So we just want to, I just wanted to go directly at that situation and just kind of, you know, start from fresh. You know, I have to take responsibility for anything that happens over here at 1501. But um, like I say, uh, things happen. Like I say, you know, I was, I, I, I got, a, I, I, I got a lot real, real fast. You know, coming from another lane and all that type of stuff. So a lot of, a lot of things came at me uh, real, real fast, and that I had to learn real, real quick. And in the process of that, you know, you don't always make the right decisions. Okay, this man's a former national, uh, major league, major league baseball player. And what do you, what do you mean things came at you quick? You played in uh, MLB for what, fifteen? 12, 12 to 13 years. So what is it you saw in the music business that you didn't see in professional sports? Like, what did you not see coming? What, what did you have to get used to? Right? Like you, you've seen it all at that, that level. Why? Uh, uh, okay. You might make a few mistakes here and there and you have to take ownership for that. So, um, you know, that's, that might be the case for me in, at this point. And so that's why I'm, at a point where I feel like I wanted to bring a whole new system in, a whole new team in, and just revamp the whole system. But I never, never had any, um, never had any problems with making the stallion. You know, I just it's just the social media stuff. It really just turned real, really, really sour. You take this this social media part out of it, we don't have a problem. So uh, to answer your question, yeah, this is a moment for me to when I'm 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 done with that. You won't hear me mention making the stallion name in the media unless you know I'm doing something like this or. There it is there. So phone calls were made. Pressure was applied. A meeting of the minds was, 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 was agreed upon. Yeah. Okay. Let's continue with the stammering. Uh, um, you know, it's just a big time interview. I got to say it, but you won't see me like texting or, you know, making a post or, or doing any of that stuff, you know, that, um, you know, that will cause, you know, social media to go crazy. We don't have any disdain for anybody, Meg. Now, this is his his new president of the label. Uh, I forget his name, but this is his new guy that's going to help him run. The, this is the new, the rebranding of 1501 Records. So let's go. Rock Nation, I mean, at the end of the day, they are a business conglomerate. They are business people. You know, we don't have any any discrepancies towards any of them. I think it became more of a emotional thing from the beginning, not realizing that I haven't spoken to my artist whom I found, you know, since she went into the meeting. And it's like, you know, I, I would be in my feelings at first. I never had no problems with Megan before any of this stuff happened. It just like literally one day, you know what I'm saying? We was cool. And literally the next day we wasn't, you know what I'm saying? Like literally, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I haven't spoken to her since that day, 2019. We all know the picture with Jay-Z. That's it. That's you know, it. how that would go, Trent. You don't hear from me ever again, Trent. You don't hear from me ever again. You imagine how that would go. You know, you know, the music business is a contact sport, but the business of music is a contract sport, you know? So learning the business of music will allow us to operate in such transparency where it's wide open and it won't even be a reason for any white noise or convolution, you know, as the time goes on. And I think that's what was needed above everything else um, in 1501 is one word, transparency. And that comes from the CEO, to the artist. You know, just call it, I don't know, um, competitive nature from, you know, playing sports and stuff. You know, you used to people yelling at you and you go back and forth. So I kind of got caught up in that game a little bit, which I probably shouldn't have done because, you know, I'm in a different game now and I can't just, you know, treat it as like a fan yelling That's at me. That's right. That's right. It's going to happen. They're going to be friends again. I, I, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> They're going to be friends again. Yes, that I, I called it. 
and I still stand on that. I still stand on that. This is this this is deplorable. Like nigga, like come on, man. Oh my gosh, let's continue. And I get to yell back, whatever, and stuff like that. So, like I say, man, just taking a different approach. Do you regret standing with Tory Lanes? You know, to the end. Oh, the thing is with that, you know, I don't stand with nobody in that situation. That's just not like none of my business. You know, like I say, you get caught up in the internet stuff and just, you know, doing stuff just to, I don't know, we can just use the word petty or whatnot, you know what I'm saying? Because that's been a lot of petty stuff going on back. And I normally don't do stuff like that. So it's just, you know, kind of like I said, I got, I think I just got kind of got wrapped up into the whole scheme of things that was going on. And like I said, we all make mistakes and, um, you know, um, but to answer your question, like I'm, I'm not on nobody's side with that. You know, I now re remember Mr. Fifth Ward was all up in there. He was all, you know, you gonna walk in, we gonna talk about from this family, and you're not gonna disrespect family, and uh, you know, making the stallion. We gonna have a remember all that. He was Jay was all up in this. He was knee deep in this. He was shoulder to shoulder with with with, Jay, uh, with Carl at one point against Megan. Come on, I, this ain't we ain't that too far removed from that. I just, you know, I just, I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? We talked about this right here, yeah. honestly, yeah. about the Tory Lanez question. And it was like, you know, at the end of the day, we don't, he doesn't know him. You know what I mean? It was yeah. like, once again, a guy that doesn't know the business of music, you know, and that polit politics side. It's like when Carl hit the field and they were saying, hey, it's 150 million for a few years. That's what he got. It wasn't like, exactly. you know, he's 150 million and here's 90 now. And Give you a reason, you know. So yeah, that's that understanding is different. Yeah. Don't stand with this player because the Red Sox might not like him later. That's not how it works, but okay. Like nice you know, job. he doesn't understand that's how we move in the business of music. So you know, and and once again, right. So he didn't learn nothing from Jay Prince. Jay Prince didn't take him to the side and school him on how the music business go. So now all of a sudden, Carl Crawford does not know how to. How, wait a minute. So now Carl Crawford doesn't know music business. All of a sudden, he just doesn't. He didn't know what he was doing. One his his advisor or mentor was Jay Prince. What do you mean? What do you mean? So one word, transparent. Uh, uh, okay, okay. Now, final, final uh, point I want to make regarding Tory Lanes. Shout out to Milagro. Lord have mercy, I, Milagro. I, I can't. I can't afford. <laughs> I can't afford it. I can't afford it, but here's what um, here's what uh, I think is is very very possible. So once again, the judge lifted the gag order. Okay, Tory's team is requesting some things be unsealed. The judge did say he'd go back and look to see what he can do. So what they possibly may ask to be released or unsealed is the police report, the nine one one call from Sean Kelly. Here's the kicker. Here's the one of the bigger points. The car repair statements to show back window kicked out. The original ER doctor who said injury was consistent with glass lacerations. Quan, the missing bodyguard that was in Dubai for the World Cup. His testimony and the missing bullet fragments. Remember, the bullet frag fragments were never presented during the trial, the bullet fragments went missing. Remember that. Remember that. Okay. 
Remember, the original doctor that seen her, that seen Meg, said it was a glass. The guy they had on the stand said it was metallic. But then metallic, that could have been from the window tint from being kicked out. Okay? So, listen, are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? April 16th, we'll see what happens if he gets sentenced. And then on top of that, his request for a new trial, which he will get. He will get a new trial. They, you, you, without question. All right. So with that being said, um, I'm going to wrap this thing. I'm going to get the fuck up on out of here. I've been on for two hours. Yeah, that's that's about my, my time. So, um, yeah, if you're going to if you're looking for this Patreon, y'all. Yeah, YouTube is just not nice. So dun 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 wait dun 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 <laughs> wait wait all your time of breathing the fifth ward hey listen I don't want no problems with fifth ward I don't want no country Houston niggas at my doorstep talking about you uh, you super sly like no sir my name is Jamal Jamal McCready oh wait wait one more thing one more thing Kiki Palmer what are we doing? Yeah, well, come all right, I'm petty for this. I'm petty, but y'all going to be petty with me. Baby name. Yeah, this is, this is, what are we doing here, y'all? I'll call, hold up. What are we doing? You, you know what, you, you know you can bless or, or curse your child just by the name you give them, right? We all understand that you can bless or curse your child just simply off the name you give them, right? So Kiki has been dragged on social media for naming her child for what she said, her name. Come on, man. Why, why would, who plays these types of games? Let's, let's, I'm just curious to see what she said. Accidental touch. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay, that's the, that's the baby daddy. Because they're not married. Okay, that's the baby daddy. Right? It's more important to have a child. Once again, it, I, I guess it's a less of a risk to get married than to bring a whole child here. You, you mean to tell me men, women, y'all see a greater risk in getting married as opposed to just having a child. I just want to hear. <laughs> wait, wait, I'm going to talk about it. I'm going to, I'm going to get my thoughts. I'm going to get my thoughts. Okay. Is, is this where she talks about people? I'm sorry. I just, it's just a lot of chaos for me because. The baby love rolled away. Okay. So. <laughs> she was getting dragged for naming her child the what she named her child yes that name sounds like it led a civil rights march she said it's giving I marched with Luther King Martin Luther King Jr. per that's the dumbest shit in the world dumbest shit in the world the baby's name is Leo what is his name at Leotis 
Lord have mercy, he just really can't. Okay, so I think he scratched himself right there. Looks like he might have scratched himself. Uh, mm, he's doing too much. Uh, okay, let me find the baby's name. The actual, the baby's actual damn name. It's Leotis Al Altaton. What the fuck is the boy's name? The boy's name is Leotis Andrelton Jackson. The boy's name is Leotis Andrelton Jackson. Leotis, y'all. The boy's name is Leotis Andrelton Jackson. If that is not, if, if that doesn't scream abolitionist North Star, <laughs> if, if that doesn't give you, I, 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 Leotis, oh, oh, come on, man. Oh, and they call him Leo for short. No, no, I know. I'm not going to do it. Not gonna do it. Not gonna do it. Okay. I'm over it. I'm over it. So I'm gonna get out of here. Um, thank everybody for hanging out with me. I much much appreciate it. Uh, we'll we'll be back tomorrow. I have no idea what I'm gonna talk about tomorrow, but we'll we'll find something to to run our, our mouths about. So uh, it's giving me gas station late night work, Lord. Lee Otis. I would expect it to be spelled with a T, not a D. Like I've no, I've heard of a Leotis with a T, not a D. But yo, you can you can bless or curse your child. <laughs> you know, just by the name you give them. Last question. <laughs> Is T I Sn You know, listen. Okay, you know what's funny? Because I was just talking to her about um gun laws right and um <laughs> i was i was saying like there's nobody in california that, that could dispute me on gun laws because i've been on both sides of it right and i know everything felons can and can't do with guns firearms you can't do anything okay remember when he got him and him and tiny got popped Right before the BET Awards, T.I. already was a six or seven time felon. Okay, listen, felons can't even go to gun ranges, y'all. Now, you may find some gun ranges that are cool with it, but like, uh, how long was, how long ago was your case? Because what they'll do is run, they'll run your license, right, against the DOJ. And I'm like, how, some gun, some gun ranges be like, how, how old was your case? I'll run it. And if it's like, 15, 20, 25 years ago, they may let you onto the gun range. But um, felons can't go to gun ranges. You know what I'm saying? Like, you you can't. No. No. Now, people be like, well, you can get expunged. Yeah. That, okay. The, you know you know who signs off on, on, on the expungement? It's the governor of your state. So if it's some petty drug crime 
or some uh, some uh, abuse allegations, some abuse crimes. Yeah, but more than likely, they don't expunge crimes with with firearms. I, they just don't expunge crimes with firearms. I don't give a fuck how old that shit is. Okay, if it's a firearm, more than likely, you've lost the right to own a firearm ever. Okay, now, T.I. was already a felon, multiple time felon. This nigga alone with suppressors alone is five to ten years fed time. We're not talking the automatic weapons. We're talking suppressors alone. Suppressors. Okay? And if you are a felon that gets picked up with a firearm, the state may not pick it up, but if the feds want to, under federal law, five years. Beanie Siegel did fed time as for a felon with a, in possession of a firearm. Now the feds are more and more apt to pick those cases up. Now, when it first came out a few years ago, a lot of times the feds wouldn't, wouldn't pick up those charges. Now you see more and more rappers, who, people, felons with gun cases, feds are not coming in to, to, to take those cases. You're looking at a max of five years as a felon with a firearm, okay? Suppressors alone will get you five to ten in the federal prison, Okay? Five to ten. Now, is is Ti a snitch? Possibly, but what he definitely is is a government protected asset. Okay, so make of that what you will. He is definitely a government. You know what? Fuck it. Let's run that shit back, man. Come on, let's run back all the guns he got caught with during the BET Awards before the Ti. Gun case B E T O. Do y'all remember he was on camera? Do y'all remember? Let's run it back. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. Let's run it back. Hours before he was to take the stage at the BET Hip Hop Awards, federal agents say rapper T.I. arranged to purchase machine guns and silencers. Agents with the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms and Explosives arrested the Grammy winner at a shopping center blocks away from the venue. Word of the arrest spread quickly along the red carpet. I heard his name too, and I don't think I get a chance to find out though. Okay, because I know he's put performing night as well. Yeah, that's sad though. T.I., whose real name is Clifford Harris, was nominated in nine categories. He was supposed to headline the award show, but remained in federal custody during the taping. Meanwhile, 15 miles outside the city, agents spent hours searching the rapper's home. According to court documents, T.I. arranged for a bodyguard to pick up $12,000 in cash from a local bank. Now let him tell it he was, he was afraid because Shorty Lowe was on his ass. Now as one who has been to Born Home Gardens, y'all fact check me, there's only one way in and one way out. There's that big ass gate going into Born Homes. One way in, one way out. Remember Shorty Lowe was on T.I.'s naked and neck, all right? And, he's, and he, his excuse was, I was preparing to go to war. I was in fear for my life or had a beef, an escalating beef with Shorty Lowe. 
Because Shorty Lowe was on his ass. Pause. Let's go. And used the funds to buy machine guns. The rapper then made arrangements to take possession of the guns Saturday afternoon. But the sellers were actually undercover federal agents. I'm saddened any time I hear of a hip-hopper being locked up or uh, somehow stunted in his life and in his growth. And I, I just want a quick remedy to that. A spokesman for T.I.'s label, Atlantic Records, declined to comment. Jason Bronis, the associate. Now, remember, Atlantic paid his bail. I think it was between three to four million dollars. This is when T.I. was T.I., y'all. Let's walk that back. T.I. was T.I. He was an international star. Atlantic, under Lior, posted his bail for his roughly between three to four million dollars. I remember that. Let me see what, what, what all did he get caught with. Now listen to this. He got popped by ATF, y'all. Okay, so after trying to buy several machine guns from an under undercover ATF, the unnamed person began cooperating with the government, saying he was he was buying the machine guns with. They're not. They're called suppressors. Okay, they're called suppressors. Um, once again, uh, Harris broke up the deals through the bodyguard because the rapper is a convicted felon. Okay. I want to see what, don't worry. We're going to get to the gun part. We're going to get to the gun part and we're going to get to the, 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 the fi- felons as a, as a firearm. Now this is when he pled guilty. Okay. Listen to this shit. Let me let me pull it back. Let me pull it back. He pled guilty. He faced up to 10 years in prison for each of the charges. Okay, he had seven? Three charges. I'm sorry. Three char- So he's looking at 30 years. 10 years for each charge. But under the terms of his plea agreement, he will receive a lighter penalty. He was sentenced, uh, okay, given a thousand hours of community service. He will be sentenced to one year in prison and pay a hundred thousand dollar fine, spend three years under supervised release, including a year of home detention and perform a total of 1,500 hours of community service. Okay. If it makes sense to y'all. Let's let's continue. Mm, 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 mm. Arrested him in a sting as he took possession of three machine guns, two suppressors that a bodyguard bought on his behalf. T.I. also admitted he illegally possessed eight firearms found in his vehicle and home. He was a he was convicted of a drug offense in 1998 and is barred from owning or buying firearms. Two weeks after his arrest, the rapper pleaded not guilty to the charges and was released on $3 million bond. Atlantic paid that entire bond. Atlantic paid for that bond. Three mil. In a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Okay. Um, let me see. Let me see. Are these a gun? Here, 
These are the guns in, in T.I.'s federal gun case. Are, we, are you kidding me right now? Are you kidding me right now? Are, are, are you kidding me right now? Okay. These are the three machine guns <laughs> that he was caught with. What is that? Uh, H H M H K MP five. It looks like an MP five. That's a Uzi. Two Uzis. Um, uh, that's an AR. Uh, what are we, what are we talking about? Springfield forty five. What are, we, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? That's what he got caught with. He was already a convicted felon, y'all. He was already a convicted felon. You're not supposed to be around firearms. Let's look at the penalties for convicted felon with firearm. Federal conviction no 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 federal shit federal come on spell it out now federal um okay no 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 felons with firearms federal 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 charge federal charge felons with firearms federal charge Oh, okay. I didn't know this. I thought it was five years. Sorry. Penalties for a felon in possession of a firearm. This is at the federal level. This is the federal level. Under federal law, the crime of felon in possession of a firearm is a class D felony punishable by up to 10 years in prison, three years of supervised release, and $250,000 in fines. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to trash High Point. I saw Demolition Ranch take a high point 45 and abuse it. And that thing still ran. <laughs> I listen, I will not speak ill of high points. I saw that white man just try to destroy that high point. He tried to, he, he put rocks in that some bitch. He banged it with hammers and rocks and put it in water and mud. And that thing still ran. I will not trash high point. If you can't afford, if you can't afford a, a real 45, <laughs> Get you a high point. I'm sorry, Nick. I, Demolition Ranch, he, he ran that gun through its paces, and it still functioned. Even he was upset that he couldn't break it. He was like, oh, it still runs. I will not slander high point. No, sir. But this is federal level. Now, mind you, T.I.'s case was federal. He got popped by the ATF. This is what happens under... <laughs> You're looking at up to 10 years in prison. Okay. And and then a person convicted of felon in, in possession of a firearm would be assigned a base offense level between 12 and 26. Those are points which carries a guideline range of 10 to 78 months in prison before taking in, in into account any mitigating or aggravating circumstances. So off the rip, you get 12 to 26, uh, 12 to 26 points. 
just off the charge, and that's a off the and off the rip of twelve to twenty six points should get you ten to seventy eight months in prison. So twelve to twenty six automatically get you ten to seventy eight months. So okay. Oh, you want to you want to see how it gets worse? Here's how it gets worse. This is how you know he's a government asset, a government protected asset. The Armed Career Criminal Act, the ACCA, mandates a minimum 15-year term of imprisonment for any person convicted of a felon uh, in possession of a firearm if the person has three prior state or federal convictions for violent offenses or serious drug offenses. T.I. is a known multiple convicted drug dealer off rip. He should have been looking at 15 years. Okay. Okay. I, I listen, the man should still be in, he should still be in federal prison. He should still be in federal federal prison. Okay. Okay. Yes. Salute uh my Tony Anthems. Yes. Yo, I didn't I didn't realize yo there's beakers, right? So there's a beaker here and a test tube and in, in, in the uh in the logo. And so I, I, I appreciate that. The, the 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 attention to detail. Yeah. So there's a beaker and a test tube. That's pretty slick, bro. Clef Lab, yes. So if you see me in this motherfucker every day, then that is just what I be wearing it every day. You, you'll be like, damn, Sly, is that, is that the only hoodie you got? Well, for now, yeah. <laughs> so this man should be in prison still, and he should be in a federal prison right now. Okay? Okay? He is a government-protected asset just like Jay Prince. Okay. Yes. I pays attention to the detail. And 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 their embroidery on the wrists. I appreciate good stuff. Yeah. So yes, if you see me in this every day, it's not a repeat episode. I'm in it every day. Yeah. Wait, tell them to sell more food stamps to save up and get a Glock. You know, let's do this. Let's do this. <laughs> let's do this. For all the high point haters. Now listen, I'm not I want. I want to. I want to show how, how he just went through this. This is where he get to, into the gun portion portion of the show. Demolition Ranch, um, YouTube, High Point. Was it a forty five? It, it was a. It was a forty five. Okay, listen. He run. He runs this. He tries to break this gun. He tries to trust me. I will not slander high point. I'm just saying if you're on a budget and you need something quick and easy to get a nigga up off your ass, high point. Hey, Matt. Hey, Pierre. This Straight up a be killing me. description. He, he Speechless? Not surprised. Don't you love it? <laughs> Suffer a little bit with me and having a look at that. So the premise of this video, I wanted to buy the cheapest pistol I could. I went to a pawn shop and I pick the cheapest one they had and I want to see can a cheap pistol be good what they had they actually the cheapest pistol that they had was actually a brand new one 
This is a brand new high point, full size, 40 caliber. Is this not the ugliest pistol you have ever seen? Ugh, it just disgusts me to even look at it. It's hideous. It doesn't feel good in the hand. It makes weird noises. It's super heavy and big and blocky, but brand new, it was really, really cheap. Like crazy cheap. Ugh. So this pistol is a polymer frame pistol, just like these two. And I brought out sort of an assortment. This is like, you saw this in the last video. It's the FN 5.7. It's like one of the nicest pistols that you would consider carrying. I mean, like it's a pistol. I would call this a budget pistol. This is the Canic TP9SF. Yo, Canic is dope pistols. I just want to get, I just want to see him go through the tech. Like he tries to destroy this pistol. Like he tries, y'all. He tries. He tries to break this thing. We don't care about the accuracy, all that good stuff. I just want him to see, I just want, he tries to break this thing. Okay. And then they drive the truck off road and drag the gun through like the rockiest areas ever. Yeah, we should do that. I mean, it looks so bad to begin with it. Honestly, this might be an improvement. I don't know if you guys can see in there, it is full of dirt. I mean, like, dirt went everywhere. Barrel's clear. Okay. Oh, that was a little tough. Oh, still going. <laughs> I mean, I gotta say, it was a little delayed at first, but it did function. Look at that. Look at that dirt, it's throwing back on my hand out of here. I'm just saying. When it's ejecting dirt out of the bottom of the slide, that's how you know your gun is a little too dirty. But uh, let's go ahead and give it a pass on that. Good job. Let's step up our game a little bit. If you were here right now, I know what you would be wanting to ask me. You would be wanting to ask, Matt, is that flesh-eating bacteria sitting on top of all this water? And if you did ask me that, I would tell you, I don't know. Oh, no. Canix or what they, uh, how they pronounce Janix, I forget what country they're made in, but Canix, Janix, those are they're dope pistols. They're dope pistols. I would get one. <laughs> I think we're still okay. My skin feels really itchy though. Next up is a very scientific test. I'm pretty sure the military and the FBI does this with all of their service pistols. I'm gonna take a measured amount of pond scum and put it in the gun and see if it fires. <laughs> Ow, this thing kicks a little bit. bullet in here or not. Nope, there's not. Okay. It still fired them all out. It's having a little bit of issue, but still doing all right. Have you guys seen my high point? I can't find it anywhere. Oh, there it is. Down there, right under the truck tire. Hope the truck doesn't go forward. Oh, no. The truck just ran over my high point. Hey, buddy. You okay? You look okay. Let's try it.
Now, clearly not the most accurate pistol, but I'm saying if you need to get you something quick and hit a nigga with that goddammit, I'm not going to trash High Point. I'm not. For the next test, I won't be shooting the High Point. I'll be shooting the Canic. Have you ever been in one of those situations where your best friend and you are standing there pointing guns at each other? And you know, like, you don't want to kill him because he's a good guy. He's just confused and thinks he wants to kill you. So instead of shooting him, you just want to disarm him? Me too, all the time. Come on, man. Come on, Lieutenant Dan. Dude, I made you. I made you. Don't you point that gun at me. You would be nothing without me. Okay, he's just confused. I'm just going to I'm just gonna disarm him without killing Well, he's, he's been disarmed. Lieutenant Dan has no arms. I'm going to disweapon him without killing him. Be cool. Dude, come on. We're friends. We don't need to do this. We don't. Well, that was Now, mind you, he shot the high point with the cannon. Okay, once again, you're gonna be you you're gonna have a hard time slandering High Point. This man to put the the pistol through its paces. But let's continue. Dramatic, buddy, buddy, you okay, Lieutenant, Lieutenant. Oh, that might hurt. Good grip though, buddy. Great grip, great grip. Bullet straight to the chamber. Put a nice dent there. Broke our slide. Will it rack? Nope, it's locked up. Man, it's close though. Oh! <laughs> uh oh. Hold on, hold on. What happened? No way. <laughs> I've never wanted a gun to run more than I want this one to run right now. Bro. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> If you make a gun that can take a bullet to the freaking chamber and bend the slide and it still runs? Woo! Okay. High point. Hate him. Still hate him. I'm gonna go there and say I still hate him. But truck gun, throw it in your truck, put it under your seat, whatever gets stolen, oh well. And I would go as far as to say it's bulletproof. <laughs> yes! Yeah, you, you can't, you can't. No, no high point slander, y'all. Listen, the man. Ah, shit. He put it through his paces, y'all. No high point slander. No high point slander. No. No. Nope. Yeah, no, no high point slander, y'all. Yeah, yeah, with the goddamn it. <laughs> That's what they used to call the little 38. Like the little with the goddamn it. <laughs> Cause when you get hit, what you be like, goddamn it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, all right, this was fun. This was fun. This was fun. <laughs> I'm not going to, uh, listen, no. And mind you, he did that test in 2017. So uh, six years removed from that video. That was 2017 he did that. Yeah, so, um, yeah, we're no no high point slander, y'all. Listen, he put, that, he put that gun through its paces. So I'm saying if you just need something cheap to get somebody off you a couple times, you know, he did. I love Demolition Rant. Him, Kentucky Ballistics, and one grand, honest outlaw. I mean, I'm the one guy that was a former operator that was over there in Benghazi. He has his own channel now. I watch his stuff. So, um, yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm, I'll be there. Shit, I'll be, I'll be there. So, with that being said, let me get out of here.
Y'all enjoy the rest of y'all night. We'll do this again tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. Peace.